podcast hosting provided by Transistor. If you want to host your own show, head over to Transistor.fm and start a 14-day free trial. Hello and welcome to the Regen Racing Podcast, episode 10. I'm Dino. And I'm Nath. Welcome once again, Nath. It's always good to have you back. Yes, and we made it to episode 10. We did. There's uh, not too many podcasts that get to episode 10, I hear. Most of them kind of seem to drop out in the four or five podcast range. So, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, happy episode 10, everyone. Yeah. This episode, we've got news galore. It is a heavy news week. Um, An announcement of an announcement. We find out about the BMW Formula E car reveal and driver lineup. The Jaguar I-Pace E-Trophy season calendar. And Zurich has dropped out from the Formula E calendar. But hopefully, another Swiss city will take its place. So, let's get right into Media of the Week. Excellent. So what's your media of the week this week, Dean? This one is for the Formula One fans. It is a podcast called Beyond Victory, and it is from Nico Rosberg, the 2016 Formula One world champion. Um, He speaks with the former F1 CEO, Bernie Eccleston, and it's just about what's made him successful, his biggest deals, and his take on the current climate of Formula One. So it's a good, good listen. He he talks about some current stuff as well, like Daniel Ricciardo joining Renault, um, Alonso, and hmm. yeah, even Donald Trump makes it in there somehow. Wow. So yeah, tune into that. Wow. Tune into that for sure. It's a pretty hefty uh, first episode getting Bernie Eccleston in. Um, I'll be interested to see where he takes it from there. Yeah, you can't really get much bigger than that no. on the Formula One stage, so... I'm I'm also looking forward to see who his you know who his guest lineup is. Yeah. Um, my media of the week is completely different from that. I um I've I was struggling to actually find any media that I'd been uh, been watching or listening to this week. The only thing that stands out is I actually started listening to some Christmas carols this week. Actually, from uh, oh you didn't I know I know um. She and Him, uh, Zoe Deschanel's band, um, a very She and Him Christmas. It was uh, I was driving late one night and it was it was dark and I I slipped into some Christmas carols and it was delightful. Moment of weakness. Moment of weakness. Yeah, it's uh, it won't <laughs> happen again. I'll put it away for a few months, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was nice. Well, it's getting ever closer, isn't it? Yeah. Enough of that then. Um, the Jaguar I Pace calendar has been released, so the I Pace E Trophy. A 10-round calendar starts off in Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Hong Kong, Sanya, Rome, Paris, Monaco, Berlin, New York. Well, the doubleheader in New York to end it. So thoughts on this? It's a little bit of a watered-down sort of season. Yeah, so it's essentially it's following the Formula E season, um, but it's only got ten races instead of the thirteen of the Formula E. So there's a couple um, that have that have uh, been cut there for the I pace. 
uh, most notably uh, race three which is still to be announced um and then um race uh, 11 which is also a up in the air swiss race and what's the other one in here um marrakesh has, been, has also been cut so marrakesh um yeah, Marrakesh, round two, three, and eleven. So, um, yeah, it's um, I'm sure it's some sort of good reasons for it, but it was still, you know, solid ten races. Yeah, they probably had to just, you know, make sure that they had this sorted pretty quickly, um, mm. and those things couldn't be fit in. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how the I-Pace cars go, um, especially around Monaco as well. Yeah, It'll be quite cool. Um, and also some news uh, from the Electric GT and Electric Production Car Series. Yeah, it's a bit interesting. I think it's been pretty quiet recently on the Electric Electric GT front. Um, the series has revealed um, to eRacing365 that it'll push its debut back to next year while it works on confirming a great lead investor in the meantime. So it looks mm. like it's it's needing more money and it's stalling a bit. Yeah, so it was originally set to debut in November, early November, but it's, yeah, put on hold a little bit. So we'll see how that gets on. It's kind of a bit disappointing, but hopefully it's still still coming soon. Yeah, it sounds like they've got a lot of other infrastructure in place. They've got, uh, um, what, they've got technical... And broadcast partners, uh, FIA approval, race categories and everything all sorted out, just needing the, the money to back it all up. Yeah, there's only one team confirmed, so maybe it's also got to do with that, that mm. there won't be a lot of money coming in um, for from teams um, entering the series. Yeah. I imagine it's something that they're going to have to um, try and get nailed down sooner rather than later just to, you know, to give the teams enough time and to actually book in tracks and events as well. You would have thought so, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it can continue. And mm. I am, yeah, I'm pretty gutted actually. Yeah. So, and it would give us more to talk about. Yeah. So I think you um, said that the... Zurich Epre has been dropped from the season five calendar, unfortunately, due to a clash with other events in the area with the Swiss capital of Bern, the favourite to take mm. the spot. So that is on the 9th of June. I'm gonna but butcher this name very badly, but every three years is the Zuri Fascht Festival. And so yeah, it clashes with the Epre, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't even know what that festival is. It's uh I suppose I've, I've never heard of it. I've never been to uh, to Zurich. Um, largest celebration hosts a three day event once every three years. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's yeah, obviously a pretty big thing. So yeah, it seems like quite a big kind of cultural festival with rides and festivities and foods and what have you. So um, oh well, I'm sure the uh, the people there will, will have a lot of fun and excitement anyway, and we'll um wait with uh, bated breath breath to see where um where it ends up yeah hopefully they can choose another city that has a, a pretty decent street track or mm. yeah somewhere close well, we all hopefully. know what city does have a really good street track that isn't appearing in season five yeah i know what you're thinking of but um adelaide hasn't been confirmed as yet 
<laughs> we've got Adelaide, we've got Punta del Este, there's a couple of, uh, there's San, uh, Santiago, there's, um, yeah. there's there's a few other races we, we've seen in the past and had some fantastic racing. And so there's, a, yeah, you know, um, I'm sure Burn would be great, but there's a lot of other tracks I'd, I'd love to see um, raced in Season 5 as well. Yeah, Montreal as well. Yeah. Yeah, if if the Canadians will allow it back. Yeah. Okay. Oliver Turvey, he is among the drivers Nissan Edams is in talks with for the n- next year's seat. What do you think of this one? I... Uh... I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I don't really want him to partner Sebastian Buemi. I think he would be de facto number two in that team because right. Buemi's a well, he's season two champion. So yeah, was he season three? I can't remember. He's one of the two. Yeah. Um. No, season two. Yep. And yeah. Uh, it's a tough one because I want to see him with someone like Sam Bird, or yeah, it is a tough one. I don't, yeah. see, I don't think he'll thrive there, to be honest. And so, uh, Boimi hasn't been confirmed for for Nissan Edams um, for this next season yet, though, has he? No, he hasn't. A lot of Formula E seems to kind of revolve around what's happening in Formula One. So Sebastian Buemi is also the reserve driver for Toro Rosso in Formula One. Right. Or he might be development driver. He is one of the two. So whether they bring him back into the team or, yeah, I mean, he could he could just be racing in Formula One next season like Jean-Éric Verne, you know. So mm. it'd be interesting to see who they actually confirm as their lineup. Yeah, so we've got first race of the season is... Uh... From memory, I'm just looking it up here. Um, oh yeah, fifteenth of December. So, what are we now? We are mid mid September, mid October, November, December. So another three months till the first race. So, um, yeah, I would have I would have thought um, yeah, three months seems to fly by quick enough. So, we should be should be seeing a few more names being confirmed hopefully soon. Yes, and moving on to the BMW i Andretti Motorsport. Their car was showing off, and oh, it's it's beautiful, isn't it? It is a good-looking car. It's yeah, maybe a contender for favourite livery of season five so far. Yep, I think it is for me. I didn't like it when I first saw it, but you know that oh, it's just it's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's um, of course, with the season five cars coming through, you know, if all of those cars are looking so fantastic. Um, but um, BMW and Retti have gone for a like, blue and white colour scheme, um, with, which, which just looks really good. It's, um, you know, with all the sponsors and everything, it's a bit busy, but it's still a nice, clean um, livery, and it's really going to stand out on the track. Yeah, and it's kind of patterned or blue and white on different parts of the car. Yeah. So on one half it's white, one half it's blue sort of thing. It it's really effective. Mm. I think the side view is is just yeah, it's just a stunning, stunning car. Yeah, yeah. and they there was a, a story last week that Alexander Sims was going to be in that seat, and that has now been confirmed. Alongside Antonio Felix da Costa is Alexander Sims. I didn't really know much about him until I had a look at what he's been up to, 
Sims took part in last year's Valencia preseason test, but didn't get the call up, um, which obviously went to Tom Blomquist, who mm-hmm. was replaced by Stefan Sarazan. And it was kind of a, a bit of a merry-go-round for Andretti last season. So hopefully these yeah. two can just, you know, hold out the whole season. Um, initially, I was a bit underwhelmed, Nath, at this lineup. What about your thoughts? So the lineup of Antonio Felix da Costa and Sims. Yep. Yeah, it's it, like it's difficult to say. Um, I, I think a lot of it is going to come down to just how well um, BMW and Andretti have implemented their technology coming in as a as a first time team. Um, you know, they might they might just have a total lack of competitive edge in the first couple of races um, straight out of the gate, but. You know, I think it's a I think it's a good partnership to work from, and I think if they can get the can get the cars right and um and the drivers are feeling it, yeah, you know, we could see some results there. Yeah, um, Sims's background is sports car racing in the GT Series Endurance Cup. He is the development driver, or was the development driver for Andretti last year, but. Doesn't look like he's got a lot of experience um, in the past few years anyway, so Mm. I don't know how they'll go. I kind of think bottom two this year again. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, looking on the bright side, they can only go up from here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Can't get worse. So, (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. and. You never know. You could get two complete rookies um, from some of the other teams, and Sims and DaCosta could, you know, the car could come good, and and we could find ourselves mm. really, you know, saying eighth or ninth or tenth backfiring completely. I think the other thing is maybe having Sims coming in without a whole lot of um, experience in kind of these open wheeled formula and then electric cars. You know, it might. It might his lack of experience might give him a lot more, um, a lot more grit and determination, a lot more guts to uh, to to race a bit harder, um, and so he might get a bit of a competitive edge in that regard. Yeah, that's true. I mean, fresh eyes on something. Yeah, I'll I'll wait and see with bated breath, but yeah. Also, Eduardo Mortara has been announced alongside Felipe Massa at Venturi. Eduardo Mortara, he had DTM commitments last season but uh, it's said that his focus will be fully on Formula E, and I think it'll help having his focus there fully, um, and especially with results. Eduardo Mortara, a good choice for Venturi to keep on? I think so. Um, yeah, solid middle-of-the-road finishing last last season with a few races there that uh, it was the end of the season not starting. Um, but he, he certainly um, had a few really standout performances, um, thinking back to his, his earlier races right at the start of the season. Um, yeah, so I think, I think he, I'd expect him to, to build on what he did last season and, um, and, and get, some, get some better results and, and work his way up. Yeah, would you have picked him over Maro Engel to keep on? Difficult to say. Like, on, on paper... Eduardo Mortara raced uh, three races less, but scored only two points less at the end of the season. So his uh, average was certainly a lot higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's it's pretty uh, pretty fifty fifty in that regard. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's fair. 
I probably would keep them on just as well. So we'll see how they get on. I think that'll be quite a strong lineup actually, especially with um with Felipe Massa there as well. Now Mahindra, oh, they've got plenty of drivers that they're testing at the moment. So D'Ambrosio being one, and Pascal Verline being another. Would this be a good fit for D'Ambrosio? I certainly, th- I certainly think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. How long has he been at um? How long has he been at Dragon Racing now? I'm not actually too sure. Just looking at this now, Formula E. Um, because yeah, did he come in? He entered uh, uh, 2014, 2015. So that's season one with Dragon. So he's been there the whole the whole way through. Wow. Okay. Obviously, he's not got a seat there this season. Um, I hope that he can get a seat with Mahindra. That would be a good spot for him, I think. And if he is with Pascal Verline, I think that would be one of the strongest lineups so far. Yeah, so tell me a bit more about Pascal. So Pascal, he is a German driver, and last year he was in Sauber mm-hmm. in Formula 1, and I think before that, Manor. Manor racing, so okay. it's it was a bit um, unfortunate that Pascal Verline was kicked out of Formula One because he was a little bit up on his teammate. Um, but yeah, um, I think he's a bit feisty, right? So maybe the the team didn't gel with him, um, and it was easier for Marcus Ericsson to stay there. Um, and Marcus Ericsson also brings money, so he's he's one of my favourite drivers actually. Well, I'd like to right. see him in the series. Yeah. Yeah. So, so season this past season, Mahindra have had uh, Felix Rosenquist and Nick Heidfeld. Um, are we expecting any of those drivers to return for Mahindra this coming season? There was some news that possibly that those two would share a seat with. Uh, I think there wasn't many clashes at the start of the season uh, for Felix Rosenquist Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Nick Heidfeld would do the other races so they're kind of still in contention to Mm. take one of those seats and even if that was the case I think D'Ambrosio would be a good choice in the other seat full time You certainly think Mahindra would be keen to keep Felix Rosenquist on board Um, you know he had some very strong performances um, two first places last season so and D'Ambrosio got a podium with a dragon, you know. That's, mm. it, I mean, we talked that it might have been a bit of luck, but you've got to have your car there for the luck to transpire. Yeah. Right. Also, Robo Race is set to launch in spring 2019, and its races will feature a combination of professional drivers teaching the autonomous systems. So, I didn't realize that the CEO of Robo Race is Lucas Degrassi. Did you know that? I didn't know that, no. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's quite interesting. He was doing a TED Talk. Um, I think it might have been last week. <laughs> Incredible, yeah. eh? He's actually, yeah. he's just super intelligent, that guy. There will be a, a human professional driver inside the car that teaches the machine for part of the race, and then the rest of the race will be taken over by the car, learning the algorithms, um, or an AI driver, I think, like we talked about, you know, Schumacher versus yeah. uh, Lewis Hamilton, etc. So, um, 
I really like this idea. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see how it how the entertainment value pays out. Um, watching something uh, something that you know is is automated and and um, robotic in a way. I'm yeah, I'm interested to see how it how it ends up if it will draw the spectators or be more of a a novelty. I I would watch it. I mean, you have the drivers, you know, racing humans and then maybe like a car swap and then the car just races out by itself, you know, mm. and finishes off the race. I think that would be incredible. I'd love I'd love to see it, you know. Yeah. Right. So we'll move on. I decided to put in where our audience is from and this is a bit interesting. 48% are from the USA, 21% are from New Zealand. We got 5% from France, 2% from Australia, 4% from Canada and UK, Sweden, um, a couple from Germany, 8% from Japan, which wow. I didn't expect. There's probably some Kiwis over there that are listening. Um, and Brazil, Spain, Pakistan, with a percentage each. So I'm probably missing a couple, but it gives you a good idea of, of where everyone's from. So yeah, very high percent from the US. Almost mm, half I, of our listeners. If you had given me a hundred guesses, I would have never guessed one percent from Pakistan. <laughs> no, neither. I saw that and I was like, "Who, who is listening from Pakistan?" So you know, email us, yeah. hello at regionracingpodcast dot com. Um, if you're if you're listening from Pakistan or Brazil, yeah. So. Guess the driver. So I guess it's my turn to guess this time. It is indeed. And oh, do I have a good one for you this week? Oh, I'm I'm up for the challenge. I think. Excellent. So, um, last week I got it in uh, three guesses. Yeah, you got three points. Yeah. Three points. Excellent. So, for five points, your first three questions. He holds dual nationality for Switzerland and Italy. Okay. His nickname is Mr. Macau. Ooh. Okay. Mm. And season four was his first season racing in Formula E. Oh, this is tough. His first season racing in Formula E. I'm going to go with Tom Blomquist. That is incorrect. Sorry. I know who it is now. I've had to think about it. I've had to think about Do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just we'll just roll straight into it then. Um, so for four points, he spun out in the second race in Hong Kong after leading most of the Eduardo race. Eduardo Mortara. Yeah, you've got it. You've oh, got it there. I should have picked that. I should I should have picked that the first time. Ah, oh, I should have thought about that. So what are the two? It's Italian and Swiss. Oh, he's yeah. the only Swiss driver on the grid. No, he's not. Sebastian Buemi. Oh, I should have got that. Yeah. Oh well, that was good. Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of, I, was, I organized my questions from like really hard to really easy. So question four was, you know, he came came second in the well, yeah, spun out in the in the in the second race in Hong Kong, which like you probably would have at least got it for anyone then. And then my last one was he drives with Venturi, so. Oh. Really narrows it down, but yeah, I should have, uh, I should have got a few more kind of more uh, difficult ones in the middle there to uh, to flesh it down a bit. 
That's all good. Yeah. All good. I thought about it and I was like, Italian, hmm, Luca Filippi. Does he have dual nationality? <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah, very good. Those those first all questions. Good. Tom Blomquist, what was I thinking? What were you thinking? Switzerland and Italy. I don't know. Where is he from? Uh, he's from the UK, isn't he? Is he? Okay. Uh, Although I might be making a fool of myself. British, Swedish. Oh, you've got it. There's a dual nationality yeah, there. I was, yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. Nice. Well done. I think that's it for now. I'm kind of looking forward to the the news that's coming up with all of these reveals and all yeah. of the um driver driver changes, car changes. Um, yeah, lots of lots of speculation. Not a whole lot of confirming yet, but I'm sure every week there'll be uh, more and more coming out. I think once Formula One settles down, it'll, mm. you know, confirm a lot more in Formula E as well. So, yeah, can't wait for that. But Excellent. we would like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, hopefully we were insightful on a, a few things that were happening in the Formula E world. And we would love to talk with you. So please send all questions or show feedback to hello at regenracingpodcast.com. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and regenracingpodcast.com so we know it's annoying but if you could leave us a review um, it doesn't have to be a good review if you want us to change something then put that in as well so uh, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser or wherever you want to leave us a review um, that would be awesome This podcast is powered by Transistor FM Um, visit the link to sign up to this amazing podcast hosting in analytics service and also blue bottle coffee i have some blue bottle coffee being sent to us currently nath so um yeah please click the link if you want to get some coffee um i think they they ship it all over the all over the place so there's a good chance that you know you'll be able to get it i think it's ten dollars off your first order so that is an awesome awesome company and support them Wonderful. Is this, our, is this our first sponsor, Dean? Well, it's kind of like an affiliate link, so we've got to have people <laughs> to actually <laughs> buy the coffee for us to get any money. Um, unfortunately, they're not just giving money away. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, we would also like to thank Danelle Armour for the awesome intro that we've got. So, Danelle Armour, gallery. He's got some new stuff coming out very shortly, but yeah. Thank you so much, Danelle. Have a good one, everyone. See you later, Dean. See ya.